Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City. It's a beautiful Sunday. It's August first. Uh, oh, I don't know how it got to be August already. And I'm sitting here broadcasting from the bright red desk um, after having a wonderful, adventurous yesterday. Um, so what we do in the weekly weather is we talk about the week ahead, and the week ahead is pretty potent and fun. We all got through that hammer of Thor last week. <laughs> Not everybody, um, but, you know, a lot of us did. And um, for those who uh, laughed, it was, you know, was the end of a journey. Uh, one of the women I went to college with, her son passed, and he'd had a long life as a, as a cerebral with, with cystic fibrosis gotten a lung transplant, had fought it, fought it, fought it, fought, and he passed last week. So, um, But it also marks the end of his suffering. Uh, so, But he also had a will of living. He had a will to live. So we have this energy now with this change that we're working with in terms of how are we going to work with this energy, how are we going to do. So you're going to have watch stuff kind of shown up last week that um, – brought you my solar fire is going to crash <laughs> it's that kind of day man everything's crashing um so the whole idea of the energy of this week has a lot of potency to it but last week's aha moment when we had the finger of god act the hammer of thor rather activated by venus on thursday friday there was an aha now when we get later in the month when we get to the 14th and 15th we're going to have mars go through there Okay, so we're setting that up, not this week, but next week. But so what happened last week was the setup with Venus going through the hammer, and then we'll actually figure out what we're doing with it on the 13th and the 14th when Mars goes through it. So when we have these kind of big, you know, part one, part two weeks, we know that part of the deal with that is inviting us to look at things in a different way and bringing things to our consciousness and asking us to see them in a way we hadn't perhaps seen them before. And I think that's the way to approach this week. Like, well, I hadn't seen that before, but now that I've seen it, (laughs) now, you know, what I think is this, right? Because that'll help a little. And remember, we had a full moon in Leo, Aquarius, at the very beginning of Leo, and we are going towards a new moon next week on Sunday, uh, we'll have a new moon, and it'll be at the world point of Leo, and it will be squaring Uranus. Uh, so we've we got a big week ahead because the sun is going to be opposed Saturn uh, tomorrow, and it is going to be squaring Uranus. So it's going to be helping us see the nature of changes we want to make. Remember that Uranus-Saturn, we have three hits of it. Hi, Remo. We have three. Uranus, he comes over every time I say Uranus-Saturn. I don't know. Are you a Uranian? Are you a Uranian cat? Yeah, I bet you are. Um, So this week, as the sun has an annual aspect every year, he has one aspect. Yep, I know. I hear you. To Saturn. And then he has another aspect to Uranus. So the two of them are both happening this week. So the sun is going to oppose Saturn on the 2nd, and then he's going to square Uranus on the 6th, getting us ready for the changes. And then we have that new moon that takes place on the 8th, which is on a world point. It's at 15 of Leo, and it's Uranus is on a world point. He's at 15 of, um, he's at 15 of Taurus, 
Well, he's actually at 1443, but, you know, a degree counts just a few minutes. So we're having a real aha week. And I know you're kind of like, Ann, done with the ahas. You know, can we cool it with the ahas for a while? And I'm going to say I'd love to cool it with the ahas, but no. <laughs> you got to go through more ahas. So you're going to also have Mercury uh, having an aha moment with Saturn, and then he's also going to have an aha moment with Uranus. So he had his aha moment with Saturn today, and then he has his aha moment with Uranus. You're in front of my screen, baby, August 3rd, right? And so we're going to watch for an awakening. We're going to watch for an aha. We're going to watch for, okay, what am I, what actually am I supposed to do with this? Really? What, what am I supposed to do with it? And as we know that, we want to kind of work with that energy and kind of honor how it, how it is, how it behaves, how it shows up in our life, you know, what we want to, what we want to do with it. So our job with this energy is to really kind of pay attention to, that energy of how we're being invited to try new things or do new things. This cat's going absolutely crazy with me here. Um, how we're being invited to, to try new things, to do new things, to see things in a way we hadn't seen them before, and that if we do that, that helps. I would also encourage you with this aspects, get yourself some music like Indiana Jones or... Um, the Star Wars music or Jaws, you know, and the sharks coming, dun, 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 dun. And play that music this week, okay? You know, get just get a little mem on your phone or something that, you know, K sera, sera with um, Doris Day, K sera, sera, whatever will be. You know, you want some music that when stuff goes down, you can go, okay, this is it, and press the button right? Because pressing the button will help. Moon is going to be out of bounds this week, too. It's in Gemini right now, but it goes into Cancer. When it's in Cancer, it's out of bounds, right? So we know it's a biggie. We know this is one of those weeks where we're going to go, okay, I think I need some musical accompaniment. Um, I think I need to watch watch the music, hear the music, sing the music, dance with the music. And, you know, if you recognize how music really helps us change our shape and our form or lack of music, you know, if you saw The Quiet Place and, you know, somebody's chewing popcorn next to you and you want to smack them because the monster's going to come eat you. So you want to kind of create an environment this week as Mercury and Venus I'm sorry, as Mercury and the Sun go through and, and stimulate all this stuff, and we also have Mercury and Venus talking to Chiron. So there's an energy of, oh, wow, like what are we doing? You know, what are, what are, we, what are we figuring out? Why are we figuring that out? Why do, why do we have to do all that? We also have um, Juno stationing to go direct. That's going to happen on August 2nd. Now remember, I keep saying, oh, yeah, Juno's retrograde, Juno's retrograde, Juno's retrograde. Well, she's retrograde. <laughs> she's been traveling for a while, retrograde with the nodes who, of course, move retrograde. So that's why a lot of our relationships and our partnerships and all that stuff has been changing. But now she stations to go direct, and she actually goes into the node of fate, the south node of fate on August 8th, which is a big release of partner. So if you've been thinking, maybe I'm going to get rid of it, maybe I'm going to end it, maybe I'm going to change it, this is the week we're going to say it. We're going to kind of remember this week in August as, yeah, that was a pretty pivotal week. That's when I changed things. I shifted things into a new direction. 
Venus this week also has a trine to Uranus. Now, she's in Virgo, not one of her favorite signs, but she's pretty clear. You know, she knows what she likes and she knows what she doesn't like. So on August 3rd, she's going to say, I don't really like that. So you want to watch for that, I don't really want that, I don't really like that. What does that look like? Now, there's also excellent energy if you're trying to sell a house or buy a house or move. August 7th, Vesta and Juno partner, and then Vesta hits the nose of fate. So this is a great week for modifying your home, modifying your body if you want to start a diet program, changing your partnership with how you relate to the world. So I want you to, that's why I want you to have a theme song for the week. I want you to go find a theme song so that when you have these aha moments and you're like, oh my goodness, Uranus is just all over the place because Mercury talks to Uranus too. And it's, you know, Uranus is considered the great awakener. Remember, he was discovered in the early 17, like 17, I remember when 17, I want to say 1773, but it might have been before then. But anyway, when he was discovered, um, he taught us the idea of freedom. He taught us that we don't have to be subject to kings. We don't have to be following them. That we we are individuals. We can individuate. You can't make me. You know, he's he's your teenage rebellion when you go. You can't make me do that, and or your grown-up rebellion when you go. I don't want to. It's it's your feeling when you want to run away and join the circus, right? So this week with Uranus in such prominence, in such prominence. We want to really appreciate where we can make the changes and shift things. Now, remember, he is in a fixed sign. He does not like to change when he's in Taurus, but this is a week where you're going to feel changes foisted upon you, pushed on you. So you want to, you know, rather than fighting it, you want to melt into it, relax into it. You know, when they teach you tumbling, um, you relax into the tumble. When they teach you to fall when you're skiing, they teach you how to fall and how to get up. That's the first thing they teach you when you're learning how to ski. Because you're going to fall. It's Uranus. But then when you fall, you figure out how to get back up again, right? So I want you to think of this week with the crescendo energy, the dot, 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 you know, the Jaws theme song. Dun, 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 right? That's okay. Think of that song and go, okay, okay, I got it, right? It also is anything that is got this anticipatory thing. You know, if you've ever watched a movie without the sound, you know, or like take your famous, your favorite video, go turn the sound off and watch the images without the music. The music adds enormously to that image. This week you want to pick your music. And I would encourage you <laughs> to burst into song frequently, you know, pretend you're living in a musical, burst into song and say, you know, what you want to do, what you want to be. So last night, you know, I'm I'm a big Into the Heights fan, and a friend of mine invited me up to her house. They were showing it at the Community Theater in Edmond, the Edmond Theater up in Connecticut someplace, I don't know where, Edmonton, I don't know, but some town. But anyway, we're there. Now, there's a scene in that movie, hopefully not a spoiler alert for folks, where the couple starts to dance on the wall of the building. But they're standing on the balcony, right? And then suddenly they're dancing on the wall, like sideways, like they could fall off. So they go to do it, and I'm sitting next to her, she's a Virgo, and she goes, ah, ah. You know, because she's like, they're going to fall off the balcony. Right? They're going to fall off the fire escape onto the ground. I'm like, no, it's a dance number. <laughs> you know? 
kind of leaned over because I could feel her going, oh, they're going to fall off the thing. Um, it, it's that energy, right? So when you have that intake of breath, <gasps> you want to kind of go, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You're going to be fine. That's the energy this week. Fun sometimes, fun not some other times. I know when the scary music goes up in the movies, I close my eyes. That's my response to scary music. And you can do it that way too. Close your eyes and don't look. Just feel, that, listen to the music. It's, it's an interesting week. I want you to play with that imagery and play with theme songs. You know, your theme song, your idea. What is your theme song? What is the song you want to sing? Because Uranus is music. And interestingly, today, August 1st, is the 40th anniversary of MTV. Who knew? Well, obviously the MTV people did because we got all the lights in New York in the MTV colors. They're lighting up the Statue of Liberty and the bridges and all that. But if you think back, 40 years ago, that's the first time we saw music videos, right? Kind of wild. So I want you to find your favorite music video and use that, or a few of them, and use that as your theme to help you get through the week. Because the energy of the week is very volatile, in a good way, moving towards change, but because it's going from full to new moon, and the moon is out of bounds, it can feel a little extra emotional when it's in the cancer sign, because it's a little out of bounds and a little wild. And then we have the new moon next week on the 8th on Sunday, which of course means that I have, now Rose is on vacation because she is rehearsing her play, and that means I have a new moon webinar probably on Wednesday or Thursday. We've been programming these in ahead of time. I have a new moon webinar next Sunday on the 8th. Okay, so it's not up yet, and it's not ready to go up yet. Good. So it's not this week. But at any rate, yeah, so we're getting toward, ready towards that new moon. But we're in the releasing part. We're letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go all week long. Um, and we will have a new moon webinar, not this week, but next Sunday, 7.30. So it's not up there yet. Don't even go looking for it. Because I am on my own. And I discovered I don't know how to paste links into a MailChimp. It's all good. All right, so let's talk about the energy for the week. This week, where it goes, we have the sun going from 9 Leo to 16 Leo. And again, he has that new moon at 15. That's gonna, it's going to be at 15 on the, um, the 8th. Uh, and he has quite a bit of action. He has the opposition. He is meeting up with Mercury, which means when, whenever Mercury and the sun are combust, which happens a few times a year, people think they're right. Don't even argue. Don't even bring it up. It's just they're right. Just smile. <laughs> You're right. Don't argue. Just say, eh, titled my opinion. Sun opposite Saturn, that's t- that's tomorrow. That's looking at a situation and knowing you're done with it, knowing it's finished, complete, done, over, gone. You're, you're not doing it anymore. We also have the sun in a sesquiquadrate to Athena, which gives us a very strong energy of how are we going to... Um, how are we going to strategize and change our approach? And then Sun is also square Uranus this week, and he, that happens on the 6th, and that is kind of part one, part two. Remember, he hits Saturn. Here's the structure. He hits Uranus. He says, how do we change it? He also has a parallel to Uranus, so he really wants to work on the change because he's trying to give himself his new path. Mercury this week runs from 8 Leo to 24 Leo. That's pretty fast. Think of that. He's going almost a, oh, over a degree a day. 
almost two degrees a day. He has aspects to the nodes of fate. He also has aspects to Saturn and Uranus this week. He met up um, with he meets up with Saturn on the uh, first today, and he meets up with Uranus on the third. So Mercury is a little faster than Saturn. And remember, he's going to 24 degrees of Leo. Sun's only going to 16. So there's this push, 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 push. He also has another opportunity to make a commitment on the seventh when he parallels with Uranus. But Mercury and Leo often is, well, what about me? What do I want? I want this. I want that. So watch your I words. Kind of think and listen to other people's I words. You know, right as I was getting ready for this, there was a guy who they were trying to recruit for the baseball team, and everybody was like, nope, nope, no. Nope. Everybody had their own I words on this. So I words can make deals fall apart this week, too. Venus this week, she's in Virgo going from 12 to 18. She has a trine to Uranus on the 3rd. That's a great incoming energy about her making a commitment. And then she has a biquintile to Saturn on the 4th, which pushes her into a new location. And then she has an argument with partnership on the 5th, and then she figures out what she's doing. Remember, Venus in Virgo worries a lot little indigestion, little upset stomach. That's all part of Venus in Virgo. Um, we know that that's kind of how she works when she's in Virgo. She's not necessarily a happy girl. Mars doesn't have any aspects this week. He's out there in Virgo, but he's not really doing anything, hasn't gotten any particular traction. Uh, so he's pretty well behaved, which is actually nice. <laughs> so, you know, Congress is on break. There's going to be no fighting. Um, Jupiter is square to um, Sedna, so deep emotions on the 4th of August, deep feelings. Uranus is by quintile Vesta, um, and so that is, okay, I'm going to make these physical changes in my life. I already mentioned Juno stationing to go direct. She's been retrograde since Aries time, and now she's direct because the sun is in Leo. And we're going forward, but she hits the note of fate on the 8th. Partnerships end that day. So watch the 8th. There'll be release in partnerships. There'll be big breakups in the news. It's always one of those kinds of things. And we also have a great opportunity to move on the 7th. So we'll see uh, what those look like. When we look at the moon this week, the moon right now today is in Taurus, one of its favorite signs. And it ends with a square tomorrow at 3.41 p.m., uh, and then it goes into um, it goes into Gemini while we're sleeping, right? It's in Gemini Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, going void at 3:38 p.m. with a trine to Jupiter. So that's kind of in a fast-moving, quick, abundant. Everybody's happy. We're having a good time. Yay, yay, yay! All good. Moon then goes into Cancer at 5:17 uh, on Wednesday, and it is out of bounds in Cancer, which makes it extra emotional. So it's in Cancer Wednesday night, all day Thursday, all day Friday until 6-12, and it's void uh, Friday night going into Leo on Sunday the 7th, or Saturday the 7th at 3.31, and then it's in Leo on Saturday, Sunday, and it goes void at 8.23 a.m. with an opposition to Jupiter, which is good. It's a little overdoing. The new moon takes place at 9.40 9.50 a.m. on the Leo moon, and you're going to do your ritual. You can either do it on the Leo moon or you can do it on the Virgo moon because uh, the moon in Virgo is trying to Pluto. 
the Donald uh, Blandford Day. We're, in, we're making it the DB Day. The DB Day because people are like, oh, I think of the other Donald. Um, and it, as he says, it was a perfectly nice name until other people ruined it. So the DB Day, busy, busy is Tuesday, the third. Lots going on then. Lots and lots of stuff. It's going to be a bustling, fast, moving, quick day. And then not too much otherwise. Those are That's kind of the dicey ones. The ninth will be busy, but that's next Monday, so we'll talk about that later. So hopefully that gives you some ideas about how to work with the energy in the week ahead. It's a fast-moving, quick week, and you really want to be speedy in your interpretation of how you're going to use it. You don't necessarily have to do anything. You just have to go, wow, 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 boy, going moving. But you may find that you're, you really do need to take, you want to take action. But remember, Mars is really not giving you uh, propers on taking action. He's not doing anything all week. So the, it's really more of an enlightenment and an aha week where you go, oh, wow, I get it now. Because Mars just doesn't have any aspects all week long. Um, he gets stimulated a little bit by the moon, but nothing big. So, and really not until next week. But next week, we're really rocking and rolling. So just kind of know that this is one of those weeks where you really want to be paying attention to what you're thinking about, a little melancholy, little thought-provoking, little ideas about stuff. Um, next up, I'm going to be teaching uh, at Omega the last week in Omega, which is a retreat center in Rhinebeck, the last week of uh, September. Uh, so it's an astrology weekend with me and Maurice Fernandez and Kay Taylor and Rick Levine and Catherine Andron. There's five of us. So it's a nice weekend retreat. They have wonderful food. You're in the country. It's September, so the leaves might be turning. It's very magical. So consider joining us. It's on Omega's website, O-M-E-G-A, Omega Retreat Center up in Rhinebeck, New York. And on that note, I'm going to uh, wish you a, a merry, merry August. And off we go. Hopefully you're ready to roll. And whatever you figured out last week when the hammer came through, uh, when Venus hammered through that Eris Pluto, you went, wow, wow, I got it, I got it. And now we get ready for the next hammer, but that's not till next week. So this week is all kind of mental preparation. So uh, or mental processing of what happened last week to get us ready for when Mars goes through that hammer on the 13th and the 14th of August. So hopefully you have a good week and hang in there. Remember, big hugs. The astrology is happening to give you a new way of thinking of things. And you are making huge changes in your life this year according to all the planets in the sky. So you might as well figure out what that change is going to be and embrace it, right? Because that's where we're headed. So take care, and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.